Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves the experience of cracking them open or you love the convenience of no-shell pistachios like myself, Wonderful Pistachios is the perfect healthy snack for when hunger strikes. And there are a bunch of tasty flavors to choose from too, like honey roasted, smoky barbecue, jalapeno lime, and more. Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What up, what up, what up, good people? Sirius XM Radio presents, in conjunction with House of Athletes, I am athlete tonight. I know I got my squad with me, former WNBA player, trick shot goddess, everybody's favorite auntie, Auntie Chantel Trimeter, and 15 years covering the Miami Dolphins as a beat writer, NFL columnist, my guy, Omar Kelly. How's everybody doing tonight? We good, but you got to put uh, award-winning column oh, behind you. Uh, you Omar's name, like we got to put. Yeah, I, I ain't been on with my boy in a minute, nephew. I got to keep giving you your flowers. Come on, I appreciate that. Appreciate that. And hopefully we'll be talking about that Emmy for my boy dudes too. Come I on, appreciate you, appreciate you, Auntie. Oh man, I know you've been at Miami's camp. How's it been? Good. I, I I'm I'm enjoying it. It's it's my last few days of training camp. Um, okay. So I'm 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 enjoying it. We got the joint practices next week in Tampa, and Ooh. looking forward you to going to get your ass with yeah. a couple of days then. Uh. <laughs> they gonna put you to work then, huh? Yeah. Right. No. Uh, looking looking forward to seeing Tom being out there flirting with his team. You know that tried to tried to lure him. Three he probably times. practiced one of the two joint practices. Probably that's it, huh? Nah, Tom probably gonna do all the joint practice. You think Come, so? Oh, absolutely. Why? Why would he not? Because you know they already scripted in for you. You, you know what? Like, you act like he's gonna get hit, right? Ain't nobody why, hitting why, him. Why, why would you chance it though? <laughs> <laughs> why would you not? Come well, on, I mean, because they already script him having days off during the regular week anyway. You know what I'm saying? So I figured a joint practice. I just need one. If I'm Tom Brady, I don't need you know two of those. Man, this why is last preseason. He... They've already had a few offensive linemen go down. Why chance somebody falling into the back of his knee? You know what I'm saying? Ooh, don't put that out there in the universe. Yeah, I'm not going to win. I'm not going to win. I want everybody to be healthy during Come on, this the, NFL, the NFL is going to take care of the Golden Goose. Right. Always. Yeah. So, and, and even and should. They, they know better. You're going to get yeah, cut. So. You, you, you ain't going to get cut from your team if you hurt Tom. <laughs> right. You, you don't want to be the right? one that you hurt Tom. Yeah. You They're going to blackball you from the league for life. Right. <laughs> right. You ain't going to be able to do nothing. Yeah, well, let's get into the show. We got a real big show tonight. LeBron James LeBron. is eligible for a two-year extension. Where are LeBron James sound LeBron James. <laughs> oh, look at Auntie. Auntie's doing it. LeBron James. <laughs> there it That's is. sounded close. That sounded He's close. eligible for a two-year extension worth approximately $97 million. Ooh, deserve. But there are rumors that he's in no rush to sign it. We'll talk about that. Anthony Edwards says after this year, I will be in the best player oh, conversation. Lord. Sit down, y'all. A lot of confidence. We'll talk about that. Will Julio Jones have a bounce back season in Tampa Bay this year and actually have more receiving yards than A.J. Brown? We'll discuss that. But first, Brittany Griner has been sentenced to nine years mm. in prison on drug smuggling and possession charges. Now, a Mo- Moscow court 
has found the WNBA star Brittany Griner guilty on drug smuggling and possession charges. As expected, that was the verdict was, that was going to happen. Um, this comes nearly six months after she's been arrested. She has been sentenced to nine years in prison. Now, during the sentencing, the judge said she found that Griner intentionally broke the law and also fined her 1 million ru- uh, rubles, which is about $16,700. The judge also said that Griner has served has served in uh, the time that she served in custody uh, will be added to what, you know, the nine years is in February and would count towards the sentence that Griner has. Now, Griner reacted to the sentence with little emotion, um, listening to the verdict with a blank stare on her face. And as she was led out the courtroom, Griner said, I love my family. Now, the WNBA, uh, the WNBA and the NBA had a statement regarding this sentencing by Brittany uh, for Brittany Griner. And they said today's verdict and sentencing is unjustified and unfortunate, but not unexpected. And Brittany Griner remains wrongfully detained. The WNBA and NBA's commitment to her safe return has not wavered. And it is our hope that we are near the end of this process of finally bringing BG home to the United States. Now, Holly Rowe is the host of WNBA Central on Sirius XM NBA Radio, and she explained that this sentence was expected. This is what Holly Rowe had to say. I think it's been hard news to hear for the players in the WNBA and people that I'm talking to because it, it, it sounds like a lot. But we knew this was coming, and we always knew that it was going to be an unjust, ridiculous sentence. So I, what I what I want to you know point out and make people sh- be sure to understand, we always knew this was coming. This was not a just trial. This is not the same legal system that we have here in the United States. Um, this was this was for a play. This was a show that the Russian government wanted to put on in this case, and it had to reach its natural conclusion so more things can move forward. The United States has not changed their position. They still believe that she's being wrongfully detained. And I think that the statement that the NBA and the WNBA put out was very well done because it said, well, this is still an unjustified trial and sentence. It was not unexpected. Um, they, they never had any plans that Brittany Griner would get justice in Russia. Now, Holly Rowe also updated us on a possible swap with Russia to bring Brittany home. This is what she said about that. You know, under any normal circumstance, this is something that could happen diplomatically and happen quickly and quietly. Uh, When the WNBA players for the Phoenix Mercury played in Washington, D.C. recently, they actually got to go to a meeting at the State Department and they met with the people who will be the ones to go into Russia and actually make the prisoner swap and bring her home. So they got a lot of really detailed information about what can happen moving forward. The only thing I would caution is that nothing is normal right now because of the war with Russia and Ukraine. And and Russia can still continue to use this as a pressure point to demand more or to demand unreasonable things from the United States government. So, you know, it's all going to come down to what do they eventually demand? And is the United States government willing to negotiate with that request? Um, I hope they do. She's an Olympian. I, I just need people to remember Brittany Griner has represented our country in the Olympics admirably. She is beloved internationally. She has represented the United States well. And I think it's just important to continue to put pressure on the administration and support them that that this is unjust and they want her brought home. Yeah, now that this sentencing has come out, hopefully we're closer to bringing BG back to the United States. Auntie, uh, what was your first initial reaction when you heard that Brittany Garner was sentenced to nine years? 
you know, I mean, <clears throat> it's two sides for me, to be honest, and, and not really a popular side. But, you know, as BG, that's, you know, that's my homegirl. So, you know, here in nine years, well, now eight and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, for time it's tough, right? It's yeah. tough. I mean, y'all, look, when I was like eight years ago, I didn't have insurance on my car. I let it lapse and I got arrested in Georgia. And I knew I was getting out. I was just in a holding cell for three hours and knew the same language that everybody else knew chilling in Georgia. And I was scared out of my mind. Mm. And so there's no way. Oh, my God. Like nine years in a Russian prison. And but auntie was about to tell us she did some time. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No, three, three hours. And then I was like, okay, I didn't even have to dress out. But um. But, you know, I think we have to understand this. One, it's a tough situation. It's a tough situation for the Biden administration. You know, it's a tough situation for other families. There's a there's a teacher over in, in Russia who had a half an ounce of marijuana who got caught last year. He's serving 14 years. Um, no one's talking about him. Uh, but look, you know, I, I just it, I think it's becoming something that it's becoming more political, I believe, over here than it is over there in that it is dividing our country even more. I mean, I'm, I'm looking at tweets today and people are calling Brittany a pothead and a drug addict and, and oh, things wow. like that. I mean, she was, she was prescribed this medicine, right? Like yeah. I have to take medicine. I have to take pills every day because I had thyroid cancer. That doesn't make me a drug addict. Like I have to take them. But on the other hand, Brittany broke the law. Yeah. I mean, period. She broke the law. No yeah. one knows except her whether she intentionally put those vapes right. in her luggage or not. Like no one knows. But at the end of the day, she broke the law. And I think we have to be careful as Americans. Mm-hmm. We're so cocky that we believe that our law should Are be everyone superior. else's law yeah. in the world. Our law and legal system is far superior to everyone else's law. And right. that's where I'm, I'm a little bit uncomfortable right now in this situation, Auntie, because I'm reading these statements and unjust and sentencing and wrongfully detained. Mm. I'm sorry. She admitted to breaking the law. Yeah, in Russia. She said she it broke wasn't the law. intentional, though. I understand it wasn't. It, but is it, though? But, but yeah, but I you, mean, you, this you is your seventh only, year over only, there. Only Brittany knows. Yeah, Brittany. but they also said, you know, and I, I agree with you. Um, I agree with you, Omar. Do, do I think that she got justice? Yes. I don't think that's unjustified. Do I think that's unfortunate? Yes. Yeah. You know, but there are other, there are other people over people, in exactly. Russia who have had less than a gram, right? Less than a gram. Mark Fogel, the teacher over there, had a uh, half an ounce. That's fourteen grams. So if he's 14 years, Brittany should have by numbers 14 times less than Mark Fogel. So yeah. she, he should, she should be getting a year. Right. But at the end of the day, you're right. She broke the law. And and, you know, in a country that's hard on drugs. drugs. Right. That, that it was her seventh time going over there, too. Yeah. And I'm glad you both said that. Right. Because I'm well traveled. Right. And. Being well-traveled, being to many countries, I've been blessed to go to many countries. France, um, they, you know, no nonsense when it comes to drugs. Bahamas, no nonsense when right. it comes to drugs. Um, Thailand, definitely no nonsense when it comes to drugs. 
in Russia, right? So you understand, and, and if you don't know, you look up these laws before you travel to that mm. country because, yes, we understand that nine years is harsh, right? And could she be t- potentially be a political pawn? Of course, we know that. But right. The law states in Russia, if you have a marijuana, you know, or drug offense, that the maximum, you know, sentencing is 10 years. It's 10 years. So they're well within their rights to hash that out. Now, again, right. could she be a political pawn? A hundred percent. We understand what Russia could and most do. likely is. It most right. likely is. But to Auntie's point, right? Even mm. Whether she did it intentionally or not, she broke the law. And this was the sentence that came down. Now, granted, um, then, you know, the next step for even, you know, Holly Road talked about this, if there can even be a swap, she had to get the sentencing done anyway. Right. Right. First and foremost. Right. For her to be a swap. So this is right. just the next, you know, thing that, that the next chip that fell. We'll see what, what the process will be. And as far as her, you know, potentially coming home for a swap for somebody right. from Russia. But well, they, and you know, they're asking for more. You know, the, yeah. the, the latest is, you know, we we offered, you know, for Paul Whalen and Brittany Griner, you know, we'll give um the the arms dealer but um russia came back and said well we want the arms dealer and a convicted murderer and and america said no so i mean we just don't know britney could be yeah. back in a week britney could be back in a year or britney could sit for eight and a half years we Correct. just don't know but i just think that the more you know one side talks about how she shouldn't be it she's not an american anyway she didn't she done dis- she disrespected the flag and and like you're going too far left Right. You're going too far with that. She just doesn't agree with the national anthem, as do many African-Americans in this country. But that doesn't mean, oh, she needs to stay in Russia. Keep her over there. You know, and at the other and on the other side of the spectrum, look, hopefully she comes home. And at the end of the day, we want we all want her to come home. She's an American citizen, regardless of if she is an Olympian or not. Like she's she's an American. She's an American um, who broke the law. And right now she has to sit, but but I just, I feel bad for her, right? I feel bad for her family and, you know, to be in a place where, you know, you're in another country and you just don't know when you're coming home. That got it. That's tough. That's tough. And auntie, to your point, she's not just an American citizen and Olympian for the U.S. She's a superstar in Russia, right? I believe she's been absolutely how many years, eight years. Yep. So they know her very well. She's well liked over there. Right. So, I mean, it's just a, a terrible situation. But she's and, a political pawn right now. Oh. Now she is. She, of I course mean, she is. If you're going to give her nine and a half years, she's I mean, right. You do not expect her to be a political pawn, especially in the, 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 the Ukrainian war, which Russia's uh, offended that America right. is interfering with. Right. That, that, but remember, she she went over there 10 days before yeah. Russia invaded Ukraine. So she didn't know that this was going to happen. Right. And, you know. Had Russia not invaded Ukraine, would, would they have stopped her? You know, is this the first time that she actually brought anything in? It might have been the first time she got caught. We just don't. We There's so much we don't know. Yeah. You know, all you can do now is just pray that she's safe over there and that hopefully we can bring her home soon as a, as a WNBA sister. Yeah, we just hope that BG gets home soon and, and safely. This yeah. is I Am Athlete Tonight. I'm your host, Lee J. Doosable. With my squad, Auntie Chantel Trimeter and Omar Kelly. We were just talking about the nine-year sentence Brittany Griner got in Russia. Now, we push this conversation forward to talk about Roger Goodell and how he won't handle the Deshaun Watson appeal. Now, Roger Goodell has the power to personally handle the Deshaun Watson appeal hearing, but he will not be exercising that right. Uh, that right. 
per source with knowledge of the situation, Goodell would not be handling the Washington appeal. He will use a designated person for this matter outside the league office. And according to Adam Scheffner, that's going to be New Jersey Attorney General Peter C. Harvey, who will be Goodell's designee to hear the appeal of this disciplinary decision involving Deshaun Watson. Now, Harvey has served as a federal prosecutor and has deep expertise in criminal law, including domestic violence and sexual assault. Omar Kelly, at this point, would you be even surprised if Deshaun Watson takes a snap this season? I've always said and always thought, and you know this, I've always thought that eight games, at least half the season, well, mm-hmm. that's not really half anymore, but almost at a it, half. it's close, yeah. was my expectation. When I when when I saw that they got six, I was like, oh, shoot, this is this is relatively light here. Mm-hmm. Um, if I'm Deshaun Watson, I don't even fight that. But, you know, um, it, to, to, it, it puzzles me a little bit and surprises me that the NFL – is going to fight back. I, I think this is more about saving face or putting on airs or or giving this this this. You think that the pressure pers- from the public got yeah, the, to the oh, NFL? Um, I, I think they always wanted. They've been fighting for years, suspension, and they they always wanted it to seem. And this goes back to when they had pink jerseys and pink merchandise, like they care about women, the, the, right? And I, I, you know, and I, you could say whatever you want about the NFL. That's not really the truth. And they, they, they want this, they want this perception. Like we care about yeah. sexual assault. So what have you done about Robert Kraft? Even though it's not really sexual mm. assault, it's the exact same thing. And he was arrested for it. Mm. Dan Snyder. Well, I only, yeah. I mean, we can't, well, I don't even know if we can prove exactly what Dan Snyder did or what he and participated or what years, he encouraged or yeah. yeah. But yeah, I, I get where you're going, where you're coming from, dudes. It, it's, it's a very uncomfortable place, but, you know, the NFL is all about perception and they need women who support their league and buy their pink, their pink jerseys to think that, you know what? They're being hard on Deshaun Watson because they care about us. Mm. Auntie, what, what did you uh, think? Do you think Deshaun Watson plays at all this season? I don't think so. Um, you know, do I think he gets the whole season? Mm. I mean, based on what Amy Dash said earlier in the week, if it's supposed to be six games for every offense and he's been found guilty of four of them, four of right? Them. That should be 24, 24 games. games. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, saying a year, yeah, that, that saves, I guess, face for the NFL. Um, but you know, at the end of the day, like this was 25 women, this wasn't two to five, this was 25 women. And, mm. you know, they only brought four of them right to the, yeah. to the table. Um, I guess the four that they thought would be the 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 easiest, you know, open and shut cases. Right. Yeah, correct. Right. But but, you know, I had to agree with Omar. I I do think that that the NFL wants to to save face. And but they they, come on now, you you know, they don't care about women. This is to to, while I agree with you, Auntie, you bring up the 25 cases. We've got to mention that there are 25 cases that the legal system. The, the 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 justice system said cannot be prosecuted. Yeah. Well, well, that's that, but, that, but that's what I'm saying. Uh, yeah, but the NFL is hard to prove. But the NFL, it doesn't. It's not a matter of guilt yeah. or innocence in it's the matter in, 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 yeah. in the law. That's 
that's um, personal conduct. Yeah. Right. And if 25 people say that you act in an ass, mm-hmm. you probably is an ass. And if 25 women are saying the exact same things about this young man, then and I think the the NFL like also wants to put in there that that he has to seek treatment. Right. Like Judge Robinson just said he can only get massage. He can still get massages. They just have to be massage therapists. Well, he so said also, be, also she said, I believe they have to be conducted at the team, team facility. facility. Yeah. Right. But but the NFL is like, yo, he needs we want him to get help like treatment so you know at the end of the day um you know it hurts the browns i think more than anybody um but it's a business they gonna they the nfl is gonna make their money i I think the browns still sold a lot of season tickets absolutely absolutely and you know like you said if if women are supporting the nfl and you got to keep that fan base as well um, you got to appease the women and but at the end of the day i think it's the right thing to do i think at least going after you know, saying we want him to be suspended for 18 games and then the judge only comes back with six. The NFL is going to be like, nah, we're going to appeal that. Now, that's a slap in the face. You gave one third. So well, to your point, Auntie, supposedly there was a report before the six game suspension came out. I believe it was Dove uh, Kleiman that said that the NFL came to Deshaun Watson and his people and said, you know, we'll give you 12 games, a right. $10 million fine. And Deshaun Watson turned it down. I think he also, no. I think a part of that was him going to, you know, to a therapy session, you know, right. uh, as part of that deal. And he turned it down. So honestly, I know me and Omar have always said eight to 12, we thought would be the place where he would be at. And I told you guys, I had been talking to more and more people and they're saying, don't be surprised if it's four to eight. And sure enough, the six game suspension came out. So uh, talking to Amy Dash yesterday, we had her on the show. She was saying that maybe possibly, you know, behind closed doors, they could still maybe work out that deal. And maybe, you know, Deshaun Watson takes the 12 million, I mean, the 12 game suspension and maybe the right. $10 million fine. We'll see that. Let's talk about the, the you know, the football ramifications of this situation. Mm. Uh, oh, Mark Kelly, I know you're in the media. <laughs> yeah. Like this for the Browns, has got to be a distraction for the prolonged future, right? I mean, but they knew what they were getting into. Don't act like it's been a yeah. It hasn't but been I think it's different for the players. You you know what you're signing up for, but when you actually go through it, it's a little different. When you're getting asked every day about it, you, like it's one thing in the off season, but during the season when you're trying to prepare, it's a little different. I I covered um, a Dolphins team in two. I can't remember the year, but it was the Bully Gate year with Jonathan Martin and Richie Incognito, and CNN was in yeah. our in our locker room for a month. And asking, you know, very uncomfortable questions about, you know, player behavior and interactions. And and I I don't remember that impacting them from a win loss perspective because they they just zoned in and and rallied together. Now, they just they sucked. But, you know, <laughs> I, I cover the Dolphins. They suck. Yeah. Um, yeah. And in fact, I think that year they they, they finished the season. They were in position to make the playoffs in December and then they tanked and my loss to your Buffalo Bills. And mm. uh, um, it, 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 listen, I think players ra- find rally points around various things. Um, to me, it really comes down to the caliber of quarterback that's going to be replacing Deshaun Watson. And, and you know how I feel that's about That's your favorite quarterback you, in the league. You know how I feel about <laughs> Jacoby Brissett. We're wasting time and seasons yeah. over here. So, um, yeah, it, it, uh, players are probably looking at this more so along the lines. Do we really got to play with Jacoby? Can we go out there and get <laughs> some some Jimmy G? Maybe. But you know, as a player that played a long time in the WNBA, uh, how do you think this affects the locker room going forward? 
you know, I mean, it, it has to be tough knowing they knew something was coming down, right? Like Omar said, they knew something was. But to, you know, here are the six games and then, you know, they're like, all right, let's just get through through these six games, which, mm-hmm. you know, coincidentally, they have the easiest schedule in the league, the first six games of the year. Um, and so, you know, they're happy. Let's get through it. And now the NFL is coming back. So now you don't know when Deshaun's going to come back. Um, you don't know how long he's going to be out. You know, it, it has to be tough. But but they also have to know, look, hey, we got to rock with we got to rock with who we have. Because you know they can't go zero and six in first six games. They can't go, you know, two and eight the first ten games, and then have any chance. Obviously, in the AFC North, I think the season is gravy. I think whatever happens, the season is gravy. They know they got Deshaun Watson for the next. How long was his contract? Unless they give him an indefinite suspension, because suspension, then he got to appeal to come back. Right. So yeah, that's a whole. Well, then you got to understand this. Then also understand this. Like Deshaun Watson is a great player. Right. Yeah, yeah. But if he's out this year, he hadn't played football in two, two years. years. Two whole years. And you got him 230 million, I 229 did. million after this million dollars this year. Guaranteed. Bruh. Yeah. That's that's just like the Browns decision. Like he'll sit out another year and then come back and be trash, yeah. but they own 230 million. The Dolphins did their courtship of Deshaun. And truthfully speaking, at the trade deadline where they got cold feet, they should have pulled the trigger on it. Mm. And just dealt with the ramifications of it. When you when you got a chance to get an elite quarterback, go get an elite quarterback. Even if and we be trashing the Dolphins now, right now, just like we trashing the Browns. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be interesting to see what happens. I believe Deshaun Watson and has you know one more day to file if he wants to go to federal court and fight this and try to get an injunction. Uh, but talking to Amy Dash yesterday, it seemed like it'd be hard pressed for him to even get that injunction. So we'll see what the next 24 hours brings when it comes to Deshaun Watson. And then also with Peter C. Harvey, what his, you know, what his decision will be as far as uh, how much he will suspend Deshaun Watson for this upcoming season. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. If a friend asks how you're doing, and you say, I'm okay. When the truth is, I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, Hang it in there. Because, If I ask for help, they'll just think I'm weak. Then this is your sign to call, text, or chat. 988 for free, confidential support. Anytime. You don't have to hide how you feel. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. 
That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash credit card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash credit card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash activecash. Welcome back to I Am Athlete. Tonight, I am your host, Lee J. Doosable, with my squad auntie, Chantel Trimeter, and Omar Kelly. Shout out to the Falcons Radio on Sirius XM for their last call against the New Orleans Saints. And then also, courtesy of NFL Radio, Arthur Smith talking about Marcus Mariota getting his chance with the Atlanta Falcons. And speaking of countdown to kickoff, today, guys, officially, football is back. Now, the Hall of Fame game with the Jacksonville Jaguars versus the Las Vegas Raiders was slated to kick off already, but they're in a weather delay. So we'll have updates for you if that game happens to kick off while we're on air. But you heard it. It's time for countdown to kickoff. Now, our countdown to kickoff segment, we feature one team really locking the laser in on them as we prepare for opening night between the Buffalo Bills and the Los Angeles Rams. And today, that team is the Atlanta Falcons. We heard from Arthur Smith, their head coach earlier. Marcus Mariota is getting a chance to be a starter at quarterback again, but the team also drafted Desmond Ritter in the third round, the quarterback out of Cincinnati. They took their receiver. They needed a true number one guy after Julio Jones left last year. They took Drake London from USC in the first round. We knew Kyle Pitts. They had him last year. They took him in the first round. He's a tight end slash receiver, had over a thousand yards receiving Cordell Patterson is their weapon X. He had over 1,100 yards between rushing and receiving last year. They got a pretty good tandem at the cornerback position. A.J. Terrell is a Pro Bowl corner. Casey Hayward has been a, co- a Pro Bowl corner. He signed in free agency this year. Uh, Arnold Ebuketti, a guy I really like out of Penn State, they took him in the second round to get after the quarterback. And they brought Rashad Evans over from the Tennessee Titans now. You know, Arthur Smith and Dean Pease were both at the Tennessee Titans. Dean, Dean Pease is the defensive coordinator. So Rashad Evans is comfortable in that system. Omar Kelly, does Marcus Mariota finish the season as the Falcons starting quarterback? I don't think that he will. I think look at the Falcons as a rebuilding team. He's a bridge quarterback. Um, when you lose your job to Ryan Tannehill, and this is mm. no shade to nah, Tannehill. No, you don't shade. Th- th- listen, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to be as gentle as I could put it. Ryan Tannehill is right there at the baseline for average quarterbacks. He is, he is, he is, the, he is the line. He is the habitual line. You, so what you, number would you put, like, uh, average quarterback as far as number wise in the league. 18. He's at 18. He's, he's, 18 to 22 mark. Nah, you, you 18. You 18. Everybody, everybody under 18. We could go 18 to 24 is about, you know, average. That's what I'm saying. That's, that's why I said 18 to 22. Yeah, I was like, yeah, average. yeah. yeah. Um, Marcus Mariota, I think he's in the back of the pack. He's even past 24. I mean. Oh, my God. Oh, well, come on. It's Tell Marcus, us how you feel. It's Marcus Mariota when he started for the Tennessee Titans. They did go to the playoffs. They weren't good. I mean, they, they've been going can't to the playoffs. Cannot go to the playoffs and not be at least decent. Look at that division. Look at look look, yeah, look at that division. It's routinely bad. Yeah. It's routinely bad. It's the trap. It's it's, it's going to be bad this year. It's too. the dumpster <laughs> fire division of of the entire NFL. Nobody wants to be good over there. Um, Houston, no. I think Andy wants to be good. They're just hoping that Matt Ryan can keep it together and just not lose games. You know, yeah, which he routinely doesn't do. So I think that's the perfect quarterback for them. And, and I, I think Mar- I have a respect for Marcus Mariota. I just think he has a he has a weak demeanor. He's weak Damn, leadership. Like he's right. 
He, you know, he's one of those quarterbacks that relies on his athleticism, has the arm, but just can't put it all together. He gonna put it together this year. Why are you really? hating on him? For, uh, with Arthur Smith, <laughs> Auntie, I know you live in Atlanta. Uh, you follow the Falcons. Uh, we know you're a Pittsburgh Steelers fan, but we absolutely, know, we know let's get that straight. On. That's why I wanted to put that out there. Honestly, I thought you was about to get me. I saw the look in your eye. I ain't want no smoke, but we know that you know what's going on with the Atlanta Falcons. Do you think Marcus Mariota finishes the season as the starting quarterback? No, VN. Next question. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's get to the next question. Let's go to the next Which one. Which non quarterback on the Falcons team do you think is most vital to their success, i.e., Kyle Pitts, Cordero right. Patterson, Drake London, or is it the corner AJ Terrell? You know, I think it's two of them. Mm. I, I think it's Kyle Pitts, obviously, mm. and Drake London. Mm. Um, look, everybody knows what kind of player Calvin Ridley was, is for the Falcons, right? He's a dynamic, he can run routes, yeah. um, but he does lack one thing, physicality. So he's mm -hmm. not going to give you what... Uh, a Julio Jones gave you right. Yeah. That's that's not a knock on how his play. He's an amazing player. He's, he's an just an electric. Runner. He's an electric right. playmaker. Yeah. Um, but they need a Kyle Pitts, and but if if, if you to answer the question, one player, I think it's going to be Drake London. Mm -hmm. You know, this kid is six four out of USC, and he's just a, but he's a baller, and he's going to be one of those players, um, dudes that. I think he's a better NFL player than he was a college player. That's fair. Um, well, see, I mean, the, the issues with him is can he stay healthy, right? He had issues with that at SC. Right. Uh, hurt last year and missed almost a whole year earlier in his college career. Right. The thing is also the, the Pac-12, oh, well, you know this. To me, yeah. it's not real football. No, it's not. And, uh, like, the, the times he, he played, yes, he dominated. But if you look at the corners he played, none of those dudes are in the league. Like, I was, I was praying that SC had Washington on the schedule because right. both of those dudes – they some guys like yeah. McDuffie went in the first round to Kansas. I wanted to see him play against those guys, and we never right. got to see that. But, but aren't you making my point though? That would make him the most important player because oh, if I, he doesn't, I, I if it. he I doesn't just, come and play, yeah, 100%, especially because they took him in the top ten. Yeah. Right. If he doesn't come to play, then their wide receiver core is becomes average because uh, you push everybody towards Calvin Ridley playing at a high level anyway. <laughs> right. And they don't have the greatest quarterback in the world. Yeah. Anyways, well, to me, and I'll let you go at the uh, Cordell Patterson, man, yeah. just because what he does for that offense. Again, right. I talked about it over 1100 yards uh, together combined with uh, rushing and receiving yards. I believe Arthur Smith was finally the first coordinator mm. to really use his skill set. Like, Dude, when this dude went in the first round to Minnesota, I, I thought he was going to be the chosen one because oh. the way he's built, bro. He's like a bigger Debo Samuel. Bro, Listen. he's like 6'4", 235, but running, auntie, like running, running. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He's been known for his special teams and kick return and punt return, but this was the first time, and it sucked that it had to be like year nine or ten for him, right? Oh, no, no, that no. Arthur Smith was finally able to get all that out of Cordell Patterson, and I'm so glad he found an offense that can cater to his skill set. You right. know what's funny that you say that, and I do believe that he is the key to their offense. Um, I remember when he was coming out into the draft and I was talking to some people in the NFL and I was like, this guy is like really a freakish athlete. Bro, he's not human. Yeah. But <laughs> he was intellectually challenged. And it's football. I mean, by, 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 exactly. <laughs> by year nine, and that's what I think, you know, what I was trying to say. By year nine of so many offenses and so because he's he, put, he, put it together mentally. He put it together. I mean, he's he's been in nine. He's been, you know, he's, he's learned been, a lot of different offenses. He's learned a lot of different offenses, and they've just gotten to the point where there's like, okay, 
we're going to give you the ball. We're going to give you the ball of running back. This is the first team that's ever really doing that. And then yeah. we're going to, th- we're going to move you out and put you in the slot and put you in motion and have you play this Debo Samuels esque role. Right. And it's worked for them. Yeah. Well, we'll see, man. Again, to me, I think Cordero Patterson to me is the most vital you know, person to the Falcons success, at least on the offense besides the quarterback. Now this defense, let's go over to the defensive side. I talked about AJ Terrell and Casey Hayward being really, two really good corners, right? But this defense was atrocious, atrocious last year, right? right? They gave up 27 points per game. And oh, Mark Kelly, they only got 18 sacks last year. Like for people that don't know, there's only 17 games in the season. You only had 18 sacks. TJ Watt had more sacks than the team. Literally, literally had more sacks than the whole team combined. So that is an area of emphasis. They tried to, to really you know, rectify. They went and took Arnold Ebicati, to me, was the best pure pass rusher in this draft as far as his hand usage. Mm. He'll be an outside linebacker and be able to go get after the quarterback. But, Auntie, do you think this defense takes a step this year? I mean, ain't nowhere to go but up. <laughs> they have to. You know what I'm saying? If, if, you're, if you're backed against the wall and you're in the dark, Where's the only place you're going to go? You got to go forward. You can't go backwards anymore. And that's where they are. Like you, you, can like get you said. And cry up, roll up like a little ball. Right. You got to the quarterback one time a game. Average one time a game. Yeah, that's um, crazy. I disagree you know, dudes. I don't see how. I don't, I, I, you don't see how they can get better. Huh? No, I didn't say they're going to take a step forward. I just said no. they, they don't have a choice. Like. I always come here and tell you this. It's a bunch of NFC teams that's tanking. That, that's not you think they're going to get? Well, hell. I they're, mean, they're not, even, they're not even trying. So they're, you think that you think the this think is the, a tank special? The Falcons are tanking. Yes, this is a tank special. They won seven games last year, I, I, and they traded away their their franchise quarterback, the best quarterback in franchise history. Well, that ain't saying much. I mean, it, 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 Why, well, what is actually, up with the, the Matt Ryan? Hey, there's been a lot of that the last few years. Man, he's like, still sling the rock, man. Mad can sling the rock till it get to uh December and, and uh, <laughs> so that arm is worn yeah. out right till that till them playoffs. Then then I don't know who shows up. Matt crying. I don't know who it is, but yeah. I, I think he's average too. But yeah, Here this is go. this is. I, I really don't see. I don't see the talent on this team to for them to yeah. win. I I think they're going to be in the running to to be picking number one and getting themselves an Alabama quarterback. Wow. I don't even think he goes number one. I think it's CJ Stroud. Yeah, I, I think CJ has a bigger upside. Mm-hmm. But I know we talked about the most vital piece, but who do you think is the most important piece, Auntie, for them to have success this year? The fans. <laughs> they don't show up at all. They're going to just start showing show up. up and, and the most important piece of the Falcons, to be honest, is their is their total losses, the number of losses, because that will show them if they can get C.J. Stroud or not, period, because they're going to be sorry. Like, they're going to be the worst team in that division. It it is what it is. Like Omar said, they're just not a very talented team. They have some talented players. You have a Calvin Ridley. You have a a Patterson, you know, but you don't really have a great quarterback that's going to get on the ball. You don't have a great defense, and – you know, it's just how many games they're going to lose. And if they lose more games than anyone else, that's the most important part of what's going to happen with the Falcons. The oh, what do you think is the most important piece? Mm, uh, it, it has to be Mariota because, I'm, you know, this is a guy who should be at the point where he needs to re- res- resurrect his career. 
Stop I mean, if, if Marcus Mariota doesn't feel desperation to play well, to maximize his opportunity playing for his former coach and Arthur Smith, yeah. and he just comes out there and goes through the motion and doesn't show any, <laughs> any, any, any attitude, any demeanor, any moxie, doesn't have that C on his chest, hasn't commanded mm-hmm. the locker room and, and opens up the door for Desmond Ritter. Yeah, that, that, that season's over. Yeah. Desmond Ritter going to be starting game six. Dang, Auntie, you Desmond, Desmond Ritter, Desmond, Desmond Ritter can play y'all. The season. Yeah, they well. sleeping on Desmond Ritter like Desmond Ritter can play. You, you and, know what's going on, me. And I think Arthur Smith, him playing under Arthur Smith, like you said, you think that Arthur Smith can can bring that out of of Mariota. Yeah, they're the same type of player, but but they Desmond are. Ritter is more athletic. He's bigger. He's stronger. Yep. I don't think he's as accurate. Mariota. I'm, I, I'm saying Mariota. I don't think he's as I don't think he's as accurate. <laughs> okay. But Desmond Ritter, Desmond Ritter, game six. I hope we're talking about this week Ooh. six. I'm gonna say the most important piece to me is is is, is Dean Pease, the defensive coordinator. Again, Ante, we talked about <laughs> it right. 27 points a game you gave up, right? Mm. Could not get to the quarterback, and that's on a defensive coordinator. If you don't got the thoroughbreds up front to rush and get to the quarterback, you got to find ways to send pressure to get to the quarterback. You got two right. really good corners, AJ Terrell. We know it's gonna hang, uh, hang uh, hold it down for you on one side, and then Casey Hayward is, is you know he's not as young as he used to be, but he's still a really good corner in this league. So uh, it's on Dean Peeves, honestly, because I mean mm. the offense has no chance in hell if you're giving up 27 points a game. You're not going to win many games doing that. So Dean Peeves to me is the most important piece on this Falcons team to see if this, this, you know, Falcons defense can take another step to Anthony's point. They have no choice. I mean, I mean, they could get worse. Honestly, they could, we've seen teams get worse. And again, on the roster, it doesn't show like they made too many improvements. All right. They brought Rashad Evans in mm, from the right. Titans and they also brought Casey Hayward in, but you know, Arnold Ebicate is going to be a rookie. Are you going to make him your designated rusher from day one? You right. Know, a rookie. I mean, that's, that's, that's tough sledding for that kid. Cause he's going to be expected to be the guy on the edge. Well, they can, so. they can go number one in the draft and, and get Will Anderson out of, out of Alabama. Cause he's going to be, a, hey, he's going to be a player. That's actually a good discussion. So if, if you are the Falcons, right. And, you know, I mean, obviously you want the quarterback, you know, for the future and say you're the, you know, go number one or number two, because you have a terrible season. Do you take a guy like Will Anderson or do you take the quarterback CJ Stroud? I mean, you got the worst team in the league. You have to take the quarterback. See, I think you take, I think you take Will Anderson. I think you take Will Anderson because I think Desmond Ritter is going to be a player in this league. And you just picked the quarterback. Like, and yeah, and Will Anderson is going to be a. Pl- I mean, he is a player, and yeah. and he he, he has the potential to go. Probably went top three. The what? If he would have came out last year, he probably would have went top three. Right, he could go top. He could go one. Yeah, depending on what team needs what. But yeah, if, but if think about film, it, Omar, it's different. I mean, I, I, Yo, listen, he's I, different. I'm, I'm just referring to the quarterbacks in this draft. You know, this is a league yeah. where quarterbacks move the needle and they move the dial. They send sell the season tickets. Yeah. Well, I'll, Desmond I'll Ritter. I ask you this: If Desmond Ritter has a Davis Mills like season, mm. what do you do? You, you got to go after Will Anderson. Um, yeah, that's a tricky one. You, you can't, yeah, you can't, no. you can't grab a quarterback the next year. I, I think with an Arizona apath- did it. I think with an apathetic fan. Yeah, yeah. yeah I was <laughs> and and, and look at look at look at the situation they in. 
<laughs> no, well, they just paid a quarterback. I'm about to say he just got paid. Just got paid. Josh Rosen barely hanging on to the league. I hear he's horrible right now. And um, right. where's where's he's he in Cleveland? Right? Yeah, Cleveland. Yeah. yeah, which is not a surprise to me. Um, but it, it, it's I don't know. I I think with an apathetic fan base like the Atlanta Falcons, you need that quarterback to buy in and believe in. And on um, mm-hmm. um, Ritter's got to win. Ritter's got to deliver a winning season. And if he does that, they won't even be in in I, position. But yeah, a winning season, come on, that's okay, like Davis right, Mills. Right. That's a lot. Right. That's a lot. Okay, he's got to deliver at least five wins. Okay, I could give you that. All right. I don't even that's know. If, I don't even know if Davis Davis Mills did that last no. year. No. But Joey, uh, what's the name? Good. Who's in? Who? Um, Trevor Lawrence didn't give you hardly any wins. No, he no, went number one overall, and they didn't go get another there. quarterback. <laughs> he gonna be there. So you know, but Will, I'm telling you, go watch some film. Will Anderson Jr. Yeah, he's he gonna go top. He gonna go top three if the if and depending on what the number one team one. wants, because they want somebody on defense. He gonna be the first defense player off the board. Yeah, say Jacksonville is, is, is trash again. You know, they, right? Do you get a quarterback? Quarterback? No, they're gonna they're gonna keep Trevor Lawrence. Do they go defensive end again, back to back? When they just took Trayvon right. Walker. So, I mean, you can't pass up on a guy like Will Anderson, right. though. They weren't the worst offense in the league, but they damn sure were the worst defense. Yeah. Man, and it ain't it's not going to matter that's how good your offense is if your defense is trash. 100%. So, that's why, again, to me, I think the most important piece is Dean Pease, the defensive coordinator. I, I know, you know, talent-wise, on paper, it doesn't look like he has much to work with, but they got to do something because right. he ain't average giving up 27 points a game and think you can win. What's up with your boy? You look down low? You look down low? I Am Athlete Tonight is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. Support I Am Athlete Tonight with a five-star rating and by leaving a review. That's a big deal, guys. Stop being lazy. Pick up your phones and leave a review and give us a five-star rating. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcast. Want more? Catch the full two hours of I Am Athlete tonight, weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern on Mad Dog Sports Radio, Sirius XM Channel 82. Go to SiriusXM.com backslash IAA tonight trial to start your free trial today. Sirius XM Podcasts. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Whether you're a morning person or a bedtime procrastinator, everyone deserves a mattress that works for their style. And you'll find the best mattress for you at Ashley. The new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley brings you one-of-a-kind body-conforming technology, making every sleep tailored to be your best. The collection also features cool-to-the-touch covers and motion absorption to help minimize sleep disruptions from partners, pets, or kids. Shop the all-new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home.